and we're going to allow the spirit of prophecy to flow tonight. Amen? How many of you would like to hear what God wants to do in your life? Anybody? Okay. I want to hear. Maybe we don't want to hear what God wants to do in our lives. Maybe that would have frightened us, but I don't want it to frighten you because God wants to speak to you. And some of you, he may speak, he may speak audibly. Some of you, he may speak through somebody else. There might be situations, there might be circumstances, but God wants to speak to you. How many realize that? He wants to speak to you. He'll speak in dreams, he'll speak in visions. Don't deny what the Spirit of God is doing through this younger generation here because he, God wants to speak to them. They, they're, they're like children. They want to hear from God, and they want to hear from their Father. So let's, um, let's take a look. at everybody got one? The ushers, I appreciate you guys. You're doing a great job. Virginia, you want to come on up, and I'll have you kind of go over this prophetic word for 2008. This is going to be put on our website um, it'll be passed out if you want it. We will keep it. There will be times throughout the year that we're going to look at things. We're going to highlight things. We're going we're gonna to see where maybe the puzzle pieces come together. Okay, now, since you've got a copy, I still want you to listen. Sometimes when you get the copy, you get to read ahead of me and all that. So I don't want you to do that. I, I, I just really prefer you would just tune your little heart in right now. Open your spirit to hear, to listen and obey, to submit and comply, to understand what's being said, so that in the days ahead, you can remember this word. And this word is for you. It's not, you know, it may be written by me from God to you, but it's for you, and and several others have contributed to it. So this is a word of the Lord to Living Word Fellowship Church for 2008. To the people of Living Word Fellowship Church, you are, in a, you are in a place you've not been since your beginning. You've been cleansed and washed this year in a way not done before. Curses and assignments of the enemy have been broken and cut off you. Your heritage is in me, and now I can bring forth the things I have set in order and established for you. Now it is safe to grow and expand because doors to the enemy have been closed. These doors were opened at your inception, but now it is, if, it is as if they never were. That would be at the inception of this body as a church, which it wasn't even Living Word Fellowship in its inception. But that has been taken care of this year. You are a body of believers who are hungry after me and my word. You desire understanding and wisdom and revelation and knowledge. My counsel and might, and you stand in awe of me. You are the ones I can perform my will through because you desire to do my will. Therefore, I am establishing this house this year as a house of prayer. It has already begun. Now, you may remember that's been said, I think, every year. I know that's God's heart, this, for this house to be a house of prayer. It will escalate to a higher level. Out of this establishment will come the supernatural. The foundation for prayer has been in place many years, but now you're ready to explode with it, and I have prepared a leader to bring you into new arenas of prayer. Even Jesus said that his Father's house was a house of prayer. As warriors in my army, you must be knowledgeable of how to pray and when to pray and the importance of prayer and decrees. Prayer is the base for signs, wonders, and miracles. Did you hear me? Prayer is the base. 
Many have stepped into this realm and dropped prayer, and then they lose their focus. Prayer, daily, weekly, monthly prayer, will keep the flow pure and focused on what I desire. So as the supernatural begins to manifest, be warned, it is the outgrowth of much prayer. Prayer is the key to knowing me. It is the key to living for me. Prayer is the key to becoming and fulfilling all I have prepared for you as a body in this region. For I'm raising up this house to be a voice in this region. It does not take place all at once, but the process has long since begun. For I have a group of people who want to move in their authority, who respond to go to battle when I blow my trumpet, who spend time with me in the secret place of prayer and worship, who are fearless of the enemy because they know their God, and through me they can do many exploits. You have been in basic training for many years now, and now you have been given your orders Some will be colonels, some majors, some sergeants, some privates, but know this, it takes every position to fulfill my orders. Not one position is higher than another, but some positions carry more responsibility than others. So if you've been placed as a leader and officer, if you will, then more is expected of you. That's because your position requires responsibility. I would not have you in this position if you were not able So you officers, step into your place this year in a fresh, willing way and watch what I will do with this body of believers. For in the days ahead, there will be much expansion physically for this house. I brought you from your beginning into a vibrant, on-fire, life-giving, life-breathing, and life-changing church. You are my people for this hour. In 2008, I have opened new gates. Some will walk through. Some will pursue, pursue old gates. This is not a time to hold on to past anointings or past ways of worship or past ways of living the Christian life. In 2008, all things become new because eight is new beginnings. This is not the old whitewashed or the old wrapped in a new robe. It's all new, new ideas, new plans, new purpose, new direction, new anointing, new themes, new buildings, new people, but your foundation on my word remains solid and forever. My word will be your light and life. For I'm opening it to you in ways new to you. All things new to you are not new to me. I have just not showed them to you before. And that is why they are new to you. For I say this body called Living Word Fellowship Church is a gathering after my heart. For many have been seeking me on a personal level and now I am being found. Because you as leaders have continued to grow in the knowledge, wisdom, and revelation of me, I have much promotion for you. This is a year of great upheaval, for when change comes, the status quo is uprooted, and when change comes, it shakes off the old and allows for the new to be established. As I am about establishing the new, so the leaders must be joined together to bring it clearly and fervently forward, for I am a God who desires to see the manifestation of my power flowing through the body. In this new year, I'll flow in an entirely new way. I'll flow through the prophetic word, and then before your eyes manifest the word for i am now ready for my church my mature church to operate in power it's time to switch gears from second to high you will run to my drumbeat and you will run to my drum meet and the pace will pick up as the intensity of the battle picks up 
But never fear, I am already victorious. I'm giving assignments, passing them out like Christmas gifts. Those who take them and unwrap them and do them will find special blessings coming from regions and places never before brought forth. For in this year, obedience will cause doors to open and times of refreshing will be available at the most unexpected times and places. For those who continue to obey as the days and months roll by, will find a multiplication of anointing to break through and break out of anything the enemy is trying to do. This is a year to embrace my fire. As you embrace it, your heart will be warmed and my love released to those you found hard to love before. As you take in my fire, it will bring new energy and you will truly run with a zeal unknown till now. My fire will burn up the temptations, the corrupt words, the evil desires before they can manifest Your God is a consuming fire, and this year I will burn up the enemy's plans and projects by the wind of my breath. To you, my people, this wind, my fire, will be invigorating and energizing and healing, but to the enemy I will be a force heretofore unreckoned with. So trust me to be your protection, your provision, your promise, and your power this year, and allow every change I want to make. Through the new things, I will bring a stability to this body that will cause the strength of purpose to arise from the congregation. If you hook in and grasp the new, you'll be on solid foundation. But if you insist on holding the old, you'll find yourselves shaking and unstable. So this year, embrace change, embrace the new, embrace my fire, my wind, and watch as I mature you individually and corporately and bless you in ways you did not know possible. You want me to go ahead with the other words? This is the second prophetic word. There are going to be great and marvelous occurrences in the land, but in my house there will be rebirths with those whose hearts have grown cold and distant, being awakened with the fire of their former love being rekindled. At the dawning of the new year, there will be a sign put before the body that will be affirming, reaffirming my covenant with you, that I am a God of covenant who still upholds my end without fail. I want you established in my love because my disciples are known by their love. Apprehend fear, doubt, unbelief, and it will go a long way on preparing for the miraculous in this house. It's up to you as my believers to establish yourselves in faith, which requires discipline in reading my word. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Read out loud when possible to build faith and knowledge in the power of God which is even within you. Take not for granted the responsibility my people have in reaching outside those walls to those in need. Meeting needs is an excellent tool for presenting me to them. It is important to establish yourself in worship this year. It's important to maintain, maintaining the defense that keeps one safe. Worship is focused in the heart, and as you maintain heart focus, You're clearly enthroning me as your Lord and covenant God, which enables me to fully defend you. In all conditions, praise and worship me, and you'll see circumstances overthrown quickly. Don't focus on the problem. Focus on me, the solution. I am your all in all. This will be a year to discover more fully what that means. In all you do, do it as an offering to me. Then you'll be more conscious of areas needing refinement. I am proud of your overcoming this last season. It has been a tremendous battle for some. But rest assured that you will conquer as you remain steadfast in my love 
not despairing and giving up. And the third prophetic word, this, there is a new crisp thing in the air for Living Word Fellowship for 2008. Because of the apostolic authority that's been set here, we'll see more major victories in battles that have been toiled over in the past. Therefore, things sown in the past will burst forth in harvest. Floodgates will open, floodgates of renewal, restoration, washing of sin, holiness, and purity. Renewed personal visions will fall upon the congregation as a whole. Passion, hunger, and compassion that once was within the hearts of the people will spring up once again with renewed hope. Waves of uplifting glory will resound in the atmosphere, and those who are willing and obedient to be pliable, accountable, and walk in the fruit of the Spirit will see things happen in greater measure. Part two of the Book of Living Word Fellowship will begin based on the atmosphere shifting that is being allowed to take place under the covering that's been ordered here. Sarah Abraham's wife moved ahead of my timing, says the Lord, but I showed grace and mercy. I kept a covenant that I made with Abraham, the father of many nations. Watch, therefore, for my timing in a blood covenant. It is the essence of time that you shall see things move. Psalm 91 is a key this new year. Intense warfare, yet renewed hope in knowing the victories are already won. Breathe easy, because you have breathed deeply in me, says the Lord. Envelop yourself in me. Trust and be confident in who you are and where you are going. Remember my love story, says the Lord. For I have so loved the world that I gave my only begotten Son. I want none to perish, but to live in the greatest love they have ever known. And the fourth word, a year like no other. A year of empty places being filled. Father God, we just submit this word to you now. We declare it to be true and a word from you, and we call it into manifestation. We bind every assignment that the enemy would use to stop this word from coming to pass, and we decree and declare that it is your perfect will for this body to expand, to multiply, to move into signs wonders, to move into the love of God, to be in your perfect will, and we decree that the things that have been spoken shall be things that happen in this year. And I, we just thank you for this word, God. I, we thank you for the prophets in this in this body. We thank you for the congregation. We thank you for every single person that sits in a chair that, that comes, God, to worship you. I just thank you for these people. I thank you for this word to the leaders and to the people that, that we are, we are God, in a, in a time like we've never been. And we just give you praise and honor for what you are established, for establishing, for what you are building, for the places that you're taking us. And we just say, here we are, God, we just say, just do what you want to do because we submit ourselves to you. We submit to you that, that you might use us in ways we haven't even known we could be used. And we just thank you for all of the, of the pro- prophetic for this night. We embrace it, declare it, and decree it done in Jesus' name. Why is the prophetic important? What is it all about? This next year, God has already been here. He has visited this day. He's visited this year, 2008, and he's made provision for you. And as we get a hold of this, as we grasp uh, grasp a hold of this prophetic word, there were just some things that I highlighted on there that I just I want to share with you real quick. On the back, on page two, it says, My fire will burn up temptations 
the corrupt words, the evil desires before they can manifest. Now, I need that. And I don't know about you, but you probably need that too. We need that even before they manifest. And down in the next the paragraph under that, not the line, but the paragraph under that, it says, if you hook in and grasp the new, you will be on a solid foundation. But if you insist on holding the old, you will find yourselves shaking, shaking and unstable. I believe that this year of 2008 is coming into a new beginning. As we come into a new beginning, God wants us to be on a solid ground. God wants us to be stable. Okay? He doesn't want... You can look at James, and he doesn't want us going to and fro like a, a reed in the wind. He wants us to be stable. And I believe that as people look upon you and look upon your life, they are looking for stability. I know children are looking for stability. They want mom. They want dad. They want them to be home. They want them to be there. They want to know that they're coming home when dad leaves the, leaves to go to work. They want to know that dad is going to return home. When mom leaves to go to the grocery store, they want to know that mom is returning home. So I think those are some keys. Those are just some things that kind of were highlighted to me by the Spirit of God. Another thing was in the second prophetic word in, in the one, two, three, four, five, the fifth fifth paragraph there, it says, don't focus on the problem, focus on me, the solution. And I thought about the, the, the worship song that we have, the solution, that God's our solution, he's our solution. Don't focus on the problem. And this is very simple. Don't look at how big the problem is, but look at how big God is. And God's a lot bigger than the problem that you're dealing with. Even if the problem is, is a death in the family, even if the problem is a divorce, even if the problem is infidelity, even if the problem is a sickness or a disease, even if those problems, God is bigger than that. And then, then back in the third prophetic word, I put down Psalms 91. I highlighted that because Psalms 91 is a key to this new year. I want to encourage you to read Psalms 91. Some people read it, some people even know it, and they've memorized it, and they can speak it forth. But I want to encourage you to read Psalms 91 this year. And then, of course, the very last one, how many of you know it doesn't have to be great big and long and everything, but it says, a year like no other, a year of empty places being filled. <laughs> I... I there's some empty places that need to be filled, you know. Even tonight with four teachers, there's an empty place that needs to be filled, you know, and I can look at that differently and go, wow, you know, you might think it's something in your heart or, or a need that you have that God needs to fulfill it, but we also need to fulfill it to, to reach the body of Christ. Okay, I want to talk about moving from glory to glory. I want to talk just briefly about the year 2008, and it's the Hebraic year of 5768, okay? The, the, the Gregoric year runs with the Hebraic year. There are different times. We go by the Gregoric calendar, which starts in January. The Hebraic calendar starts in, I think, September. Or, uh, and, and we're in the year of 5768, and we're in the year of 2008. And eight, again, means what? Everybody. 
If you leave out of here and you don't know that the number eight means new beginnings, that you haven't been listening, I want you to hear me tonight, all right? The number eight means what? New beginnings. There's a new beginning. And um, it's wonderful to know there's a new beginning. And I know when I was in high school and, and, and I wrestled for four years, and, and I remember when I was a freshman, I knew that when I'd get into my sophomore year that, that, that I'd have a new start, I'd have a new beginning. And even from my, from, my, from my sophomore year to my junior year, I knew there was a new beginning. And then even as a senior, I knew there was a new beginning. I, whether it was going to college or going to work, there's a new beginning. And it's wonderful to know that there is a new beginning. It's a fresh new start. It's a new day. I want to take some of them dryer sheets, you know, and smell them because they're like fresh stuff. And, and when things begin to get stale or old, you can take one of those dryer sheets and put a, you know, some clothes in the, in the dryer and put them in there. And all of a sudden the shirt smells pretty good. Amen. You know, you need to wash it too, but it, it's a new beginning. And I want us to look at this because what, and I'll make this available for you. This is a, this is from Chuck Pierce. We were supposed to be at his conference, which is starting the year off right conference. And this is what he was going to teach. And I got some of it beforehand. And I want us to look at this because we're going to move from glory to glory. We're going to move from completing some things in 2007 into a new beginning in 2008. And things are overlapping. So I don't want you to think that, well, 2007 is over. Boom, let's cut it off. And 2008 started. Nothing happens that way. Seasons are not quickly defined. We can say it's one day. Now all of a sudden you're in winter. But how come winter you got 60 and 70 degree weather? Okay, so it overlaps. And as we go through some things into a new year, there's some overlapping. So there's still some time for you to complete some things, get, get some things completed in your life for, for 2007 so you can begin to start entering into that new beginning. Let's, let's take a look at some things. Chuck gives us, basically he gives us eight different things that I want us to look at, okay? He gives us eight things that I want us to look at. And these are keys or issues for 2008, okay? I'm going to go over them real quick. Number one, this is a year of manifestation. In other words, there's some things, some physical manifestation of things you've been watching, things that you've been wanting to happen, things that you've been praying for, fasting for, you've been believing God for, things are going to begin to happen, and you're going to begin to see those things happen. Amen? Anybody been doing that? If you haven't been believing God for something, let's take a new beginning and believe Him for something. Believe Him for something other than just enough gas to put in your car to get you to church. Come on, somebody. Start believing in Him some things that, that, that will take place. He says there is new boundaries will form. You can supernaturally transcend your limitations and begin a new era. You can have access to a new place of revelation. Anybody need access to a new place of revelation? If I told you there was a place over here where you could go and get money, how many of us would say, I'm headed there tonight? In fact, I'm a pastor. See you later. I'm going right now. But if there is a new place of revelation for you to get to, to be able to really receive some things, how many of you know if you get the revelation, you can get the money? Hello? You get the revelation, you can get the money. You get the wisdom, you can get anything that you need, anything that's there, as long as you've got faith for it. He says, you can have access to a new place of revelation. Look at this. The lands and the heavens align 
to create a new divine presence in your atmosphere. A new divine presence in your atmosphere. You can change the atmosphere. Number two, the second thing is dominion will be a key word for you this year. Say the word dominion. Say it again. Say it again. One more time. You, dominion is going to be a key word for you this year. We're going to talk about dominion. We're going to teach about dominion. We're going to preach about dominion. We're going to pray about dominion. We're going to do some things that's going to take some dominion. And you can look at Genesis 1, Genesis 1, 28. You look at 26, 27, and 28. Write that down. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26, 27, and 28. We're going we're gonna to really get into verse 28. We're going to really find out what it means to subdue, to take dominion. Dominion is a key word. Look at what Chuck says. He says, rule where you have been positioned. In other words, rule in the area of influence that you're in. Rule where you have been positioned. Rule or watch the wild beasts gain ground in your land. You either rule or you watch the wild beasts gain ground. And I was, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I don't want no wild beasts gaining ground in my land. I want to take and rule over those wild beasts that are trying to gain ground. Review and redefine your sphere of authority because you are coming into a new Holiness awareness, a new holiness awareness of the Lord. Because you come into this holiness awareness of the Lord, you're going to realize that there's some demons that have been following you that will not be able to come with you into this new season. It's almost like when you step through the door, they're not allowed. They're going to be cut off, and we cut off some things last Wednesday night. They're going to be cut off, and those things are not allowed to come with you into this new season. God's people will have a great authority over their enemies. Anybody want that? Say amen. Amen. I I want that. I want that great authority over my enemies. The nations against you can be driven out of your land. All squatters must go from your inheritance or they gain squatter's rights, and their encroachment will remain another season. Let me give you an example. You have dominion, you have authority, you have a land. And if somebody comes in to take your land, you're going to say, no, no. It's amazing how we'll allow the enemy to come into Woodward, and we don't say no, no. But we're going to start saying no, no. You don't belong here. You got to go. And we're going to begin to start seeing some things shift. Okay? There has been a, a demonic business that we have been praying against to either get the person saved or get them out. And this business has moved three different times. All I know is we got it on the run. We're going to take dominion this year. Amen? We're going to take dominion this year. And those of you, it's a paraphernalia shop. We're going to just let you know. We're going we're to take dominion this year. It says, all squatters must go from your inheritance, or they gain squatters' rights, and their encroachment will remain another season. I don't want it to be here another season. And it's not just the shop. That's a fruit of what's taking place. So it, it's got to go. We're, we're going to step up and take the authority that God has given us. It says, 
He says, land is equated to the state of your mind. Therefore, this is the year to transform the mind so we have a new victory mentally in the war season that we're living in. Subdue, I I underlined this, subdue your animal impulses. Subdue your animal impulses. Find your place of deliverance. We all have animal impulses, and that's our flesh, wanting to rise up and... <laughs> we, we want to try to overtake some things, not in a godly way. So he says, to subdue your animal impulses and find your place of deliverance and do not let the wild beast enter on your highway. Be aggressive to overthrow a poverty mentality. Be aggressive to overthrow a poverty mentality. In other words, when a lion is on the road, you don't say, oh, the lion's on the road, I think I'll stay home. In fact, when the lion's on the road, we got to say the lion's out there and he don't belong out there and we're going to go out and get him out of there. So we, 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 we cannot just back up. We've got to begin to move forward. We must know what is driving us. The Holy Spirit must permeate our lives. The year 2008, 57, 68 will be a year that we're, we are driven to accomplish our desires. This will be a year that supernatural power has access to mankind. We must stay under the influence of the Holy Spirit or other spirits will drive us to agree with the plans of darkness in the earth. Isaiah, write it down. Isaiah 35 is another key for this year. Isaiah 35 is another key chapter for us this year. Number three, the third thing that I want to to give you is the first one is the year of manifestation. The second one is dominion. Say dominion. We may just have a thing that every time I preach and I say the word dominion, you say dominion. So that way I know you're listening. I know we're getting it in our spirit. We're going to take dominion. We have to understand that dominion is a key word for us this year. And also Exodus 23, write that down also. Not only, not only Isaiah, but Exodus 23, Isaiah 35, but Exodus 23 is also a key chapter for us this year. God forms his covenant in new ways to advance us into future destiny. This applies to families, regions, and nations. If we have forgotten and rejected his covenant in certain areas, those blessings will not be a part of our future. Maybe we need to restore covenant with one another, with God. We need to restore covenant. He says, we must return and review our covenant roots and realign now. Do not despise small beginnings. Little by little, take your land. If you will start going, the angelic hosts will then descend to get you to your there, your place, the place God wants you to be. The fourth thing in 2008 and 5768 will be a year, I love this, of momentum. A year of momentum. The year ahead will will not only be a year to begin a fresh new season in your life, but it will be a year that the body of Christ gains momentum. Hey, the kingdom of God is advancing. We may look at the United States and say, wait a minute, it is not advancing as a world in the whole. I was in a meeting in December, and they stood up and they said, 20,000 people are coming to Christ daily. 
There is no other religion. There is no other anything else that's comparing to the kingdom of God. It is advancing, and we are moving forward. China's coming. India's coming. Africa's coming. And they're coming by the thousands, 20,000. That's the city of Woodward being saved in a day. That's biblical promises. When they were saved in a day. I mean, I mean, that just gets me excited when I begin to start thinking about that. It is advancing. We are moving forward. The kingdom of God is continually advancing. No matter what it looks like in your sphere, we're going to change that this year. Amen? We're going to change it this year. It says, he says, an object with momentum is difficult to stop. To stop an object, it's necessary to apply force against its motion for a given period of time. For more momentum... For when it increases more momentum, the object is less likely to stop its forward motion when it has resistance. We're going to have to resist some things. There are some things that may be coming at you that you're thinking it's gaining momentum, and you're going to have to start pushing against it. You're going to have to stop that momentum from coming forward. He said this will be a year when the forces vie for momentum. God will be moving on us. Will you respond to him? God is moving on us. The question is, are we going to respond to him? The enemy focuses that we have not resisted and that we will be moving as a very slow force to slow down the kingdom of God from advancing in the earth realm. He wants to slow down the kingdom of God from advancing in the earth realm, and we're not going to let that happen. We must not allow the voices of fear, unbelief, and doubt to stop us from advancing. Isn't that what happens? When you start moving forward, all of a sudden you hear this voice say, are you sure you can do that? Are you sure you can believe God for that? Are you sure you can pray and think, and think things can really begin to happen? It says the violent are taking the kingdom of, God, the kingdom of heaven by force. That's Matthew eleven twelve. Get it in you. We are under the impulsion of the driving force of a king, and we must gain momentum now. Not later, not tomorrow, but now. Turn to a couple people and say, now. We're gaining momentum now. Come on, tell them. We're gaining momentum now, and tonight's going to be part of it. Okay, the fifth thing that I want us to look at is that this will be a year of superabundant grace. Grace. This is a year of superabundant grace. And, and with eights, they go beyond. Eights, we must go beyond our last anointing, and we must have a superabundance or superabound into the very next season. We've got to bounce into this next season and know that there's going to be abundance coming into this season. Resurrection power is available to us. That's good news. Resurrection power is available to us. So why don't you start resurrecting some stuff? Amen. Why don't you start resurrecting some resurrecting some stuff? He said they were eight. They were recorded eight resurrections from the dead in the word. There were eight resurrections from the dead. A double portion miracle working power is also in us. A double portion miracle working power is also in us. A double portion of eight. Elijah had eight miracles. And Elisha had a double portion of that, 16. 
You can go in and look at the miracles. Even when he was dead and in his grave, when they threw it in there, the bones started coming to life, and it was the 16th miracle for Elisha. So there's a double anointing. There's a double portion of anointing that's coming forth for miracles. Amen? I I, I mean, I see us beginning to gain momentum. So we're going to have this... this double portion of miracle working power in us. Number six. Let's take a look at the, the sixth one. This is good. This is a year to what? Everybody, what? Turn to somebody and say, I'm going to overcome. You're going to overcome something this year, and I believe you're going to overcome many things this year because you are an overcomer. you got to fasten yourself to the Lord. Who you hooked up with? Who you hooked up with? You gotta fasten yourself to the Lord. You gotta fasten yourself to God. You gotta fast, you, you gotta hold on to Him. The Bible says, seek Him and you'll find Him. And that isn't just now once in a while looking out for Him, but that's hunting after Him. That's seeking after Him. Do not let the hen- enemies hook, drag you off the stage of your future. <laughs> Break your orphan spirit. Break the orphan spirit. We're going to talk about that with the spirit of adoption. Return to the place of innocence. The secret place calls you forth. Guys, find a secret place. You can find it in your automobile just before you go into work. You can find it at lunch just when you get into your automobile. You can find it. You can find a secret place with God. Find that secret place that calls you forth. Stay in that secret place so you can be sent forth on key missions. The book of John and all of his epistles are a key for our transition this year. And I'm going to add to you Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Okay? Not just John, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, but Matthew, Mark, and Luke. You need to look at the Gospels. Okay? They're, they're keys for our transition this year. You want a key? There it is. Okay? Number seven. This is a year of circumcision. I know we've got younger kids in the audience here, but on the eighth day was when the circumcision took place. Do you all know what I'm talking about when males get circumcised? In the Jewish tradition, the eighth day, the males were circumcised on that day. God is not talking about a physical circumcision. He's talking about a circumcision of your heart. Are you with me? Circumcision were performed on the eighth day. Circumcision is linked with rolling away reproach. Rolling away reproach. Declare that all reproaches from your past seasons are rolled away. Number eight, the last thing that I want to touch base with tonight. This is a Feast of Tabernacles year. We're going to talk about this. We're going to get a greater understanding of it. There is one major feast that's linked with the number eight. And that's with eight days, and that's with the Feast of Tabernacles. It's the only one that goes for eight days. God intended for us to celebrate on the seven days and then take a sabbat on the eighth day. Remember your past wilderness. Remember where you are, but celebrate your way into a new beginning. Begin to start celebrating some things as you walk into this new beginning. It's a new beginning. And in this new beginning, there is going to be times of rest. Say rest. There's going to be times of rest. And here's the last thing I want you to see. This is God's year for new beginnings. 
This is God's year for new beginnings. Say it with me. This is God's year for new beginnings. Say it again. This is God's year of new beginnings. You got it, girl. One more time. This is year for new beginnings. Amen. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. Amen. I'm telling you, you got a fresh start. Let's take advantage of what God has given us. And let's, let's get that fresh start. Now, there's many of you here tonight that may not have ever received a prophetic word from the Lord. And I, we like to do this. We like to do it on the New 